0: Isaiah 40:31 But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles; they shall run and not be weary; they shall walk and not faint. This is courage cast, encouraging one another so that more will believe. Well, it's finally here, an episode with my friend, Ken Edwards. Ken Edwards has been helping executives discover the way to really move forward for a very long time. We get into his backstory. He is an executive coach, and he founded his company, Provident Leadership, to help people understand their gifts, hone their leadership skills, and sharpen their natural instinct So they're better equipped to achieve their business objectives and enjoy a more fulfilling life. And I really think the last part, more fulfilling life, is Ken's secret sauce because he teaches me how to be a better coach. In this episode, he is a coach to coaches. So he also teaches me how to coach myself a little bit better. He talks about the secret ingredient for coaching yourself and the most important aspect of coaching. You're going to love this conversation. And by the way, I had a little bit of a technical difficulty, a little bit of a glitch in the very beginning. The sound is not quite right on my microphone, but that's okay. His is His is excellent. And you're going to love my conversation with my friend and mentor, Ken Edwards. This is so fun. I've been wanting to have you on for at least a couple of years since we've started meeting. So let's give people a little bit of context. Sure. Uh, we're, we're part of a secret society mm-hmm. that meets on Mondays, Monday evenings. No, I'm kidding. It's not a secret society. But it is um, one of the most cherished times that I get to have is to spend time with you and four other men uh, on a regular basis. And then twice a year. We have my favorite time, which is a few days of just retreating, and getting away, recharging um, man, you've been doing it a lot longer than I have. I'm just grateful you you let me into the group.
1: It was a hard choice <laughs> <laughs> it was. of course, we were so glad that you joined us because you fit right in yeah. and um, it's a great group, group of guys It's something that every person needs yeah is a is a you know a tribe, a community that you can be honest with and be vulnerable, and words that are often kind of thrown away uh, thrown around today, but um, have lost some of their meaning mm-hmm. and um, I'm grateful that we have that together
0: you know it's it's there's so much of it that um that inspires me to do this podcast you mm-hmm. know so much of our conversations that I don't even realize um, are affecting me uh, without without really you know, intentionally impacting the podcast, but, but it's, it's the, this kind of vulnerability that, um, that we have together that, um, in those times on Mondays and, uh, and on those retreats that, um, are just so valuable and you're right. We, we do need men, women, they do it differently, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, you, you also, not only do you work with men as a coach and in your I, I don't think you're counseling as much as you used to. Not as much. That's right. But, uh, you know, you also are part of a, a, a women's ministry or support. It's not necessarily a women's ministry,
1: but it's more of a, a business, um, mm-hmm. f- focused uh, ministry up in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So it includes men and women. It's right. It's not uh, just for women alone. Yeah. So give us just yeah.
0: a quick highlights of your background. Cause you, you have a pretty diverse history. Yeah, 25 years of 30, 30 now. I know. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize you were that old. Yeah, I, <laughs> me too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, my background, um, uh, originally from Arkansas. Yeah. Did my undergraduate work in education there. And then, uh, through, um, you know, God's providential winding of my path wound up down in Fort Worth, Texas at Southwestern Seminary and was working on a MDiv, a Master's of Divinity, uh, preparing to become a pastor, and uh, he interrupted that, that journey, mm-hmm. um, and I'm really grateful he did, um, <laughs> with this curiosity about uh, becoming a counselor. And So I finished my MDiv, stayed on there to do uh, MA in marriage and family counseling, and back in the day, it was a dual degree, mm-hmm. so I have a master's in education as well, mm-hmm. and, um, and started practicing um, before I even finished school. Wow, so,
0: so yeah. you were you have quite a extensive educational background. How many years were you in in school?
1: Um, Ten years. Wow, it took an extra year to finish my undergraduate, and then it's five <laughs> years for the three master's degrees. And yeah. it's like a friend told me years ago. He said you're part of the smallest minority in the world. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he said, uh, a guy from Arkansas that has three master's degrees. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not too many of those guys around there, right?
1: <laughs> no, not too many. <sighs> great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, uh and then somehow you landed here in in Tennessee, Middle I Tennessee. did.
1: Yeah, 23 years ago. Mm-hmm. So this is really home for us. Mm-hmm. And uh you know before we started our conversation here, we were talking about uh some genealogy thing and I actually have family that's from Winchester. Really? Um yeah, so it's like they're they're still down there some of them. I don't know them personally, but I it's uh, just kind of a quirky thing that you discover along the way. Mhm. Yeah. So, um,
0: one of the things that, that we were talking about, uh, about coaching is, um, this idea that, that we don't, you're, you find this in, with your coaching clients, you coach mostly business executive types, would you say?
1: It's, um, a mixed group. Yeah. A lot of, uh, business executives also work with a number of entrepreneurs. Um, people are starting businesses or kind of early stage, um, in their business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, this podcast is about
0: building belief and mm-hmm. it's more an, an encourage cast podcast about helping people see who they are, what they're made of, um, understanding uh, what their values are what their uh, their purpose is and and, and and so many of us don't take the time to do that and you find that you find you see that a lot that's where a lot of the The things go wrong, or that's the root of where things are.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, That's probably the most common thing that I see, uh, certainly early stage coaching, Mm -hmm. where people don't really have a clear picture of their identity, Mm -hmm. how they view themselves, how God views them. Um, And they're working off of an old script that uh, has a a lot of um, faulty beliefs attached to it that become obstacles. And they aren't able to flourish. They're not able to walk in the actual strength that God has entrusted to them.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you um, you identify that what like in the first session? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Usually the first phone call. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty obvious. Yeah, you know, I've done this. How a do long you know time. that?
0: How how is it obvious for you? And that's why they pay you the big bucks, I'm sure. But oh, absolutely. How is it obvious?
1: <laughs> um, Just the way they talk, the way they present themselves, the way the questions that they're asking, the things that they want to work on, sometimes they're aware of it, but often um, they're not. They don't see it. And so they're asking uh, good questions, but they're not the right questions. So they may be struggling with leadership Mm -hmm. and they'll ask, um, you know, what's the right model? What Ah. book do I need to read Mm. to figure this out? And, you know, that's not going to work until they're listening to what's on the inside of them, mm-hmm. until they're trusting um, the gifts, mm-hmm. the motivated gifts, the spirit that God has entrusted yeah. them with.
0: Interesting. So uh, it's not about following. I'm, I'm find this in my network marketing business as I'm as I'm coaching um, my uh, team. It's the number one thing is that I get asked. You know, they're they're running from one thing to the next. Whatever's hot, you know. Right now, there's there's uh, strengths training, uh, strengths coach. Well, maybe I need to find a strengths coach. Or this system seems to be working. Or on social media, they're they're having a lot of success because they're an influencer. They've become an influencer on social media, and so they'll run over and and try to become an influencer and do the same things that 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 person is doing. And, and inevitably they come right back to this feeling of being lost and unsure and insecure. Um, so that's what I see. So it's it's very affirming to what you, Mm
1: -hmm. you're saying. Yeah. The, those, um, different opportunities to grow are, can be helpful, but if you don't have kind of a core understanding of what your belief is, they tend just to add to confusion. Yeah. So how do you, how do you go through, what's the process on a, Thirty thousand foot
0: um, view. What's the process to helping someone understand their identity?
1: Yeah, um, that's a good question. Uh, I always think of um, robins, um, the bird. Uh-huh. Robins hunting. Uh-huh. Um, if you watch them in the yard, they hop around, they tilt their head, and they they're actually listening for worms moving underneath the ground, um, and so they can detect a a, a worm, and they'll peck, often it'll take three or four or five tries before they get the worm, but they'll grab the worm, fly off, come back, and they start listening again. Interesting. And um, it it is. I I didn't know that until a few years ago, and I'm like, that's fascinating. It's really what God has put on the inside of us. He's given us the ability to listen, but so often— it goes unexercised, that it feels awkward and strange, and it's like, what? That's not going to work. It doesn't sound helpful. We'd rather have something that's kind of tangible like a book or Mm -hmm. something that's going to guide us, but it really starts with just simply listening for what it is that God has put in you. What Mm -hmm. is it that you want? What do you hope for? And Mm -hmm. allowing him to um, shape that Mm -hmm. in you. Um, But once again, for most people, like, what, what does that mean? And how do we do that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's
0: where you're providing direction, guidance. It's all about asking
1: questions, right? Right. Getting curious. Absolutely. It's asking good questions and, um, and paying attention, Mm -hmm. paying attention to what it is that you're drawn to. Mm. One of the things I encourage people to do is pay attention to um, when they're talking about something or doing something, if their energy spikes, not that they're getting excited like for a ball game, but their energy just naturally goes up. Yeah. They have um, no
0: problem. They they
1: lose, they get in a zone.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Self-consciousness S- kind of goes away.
1: Right. In, or sometimes they call it flow. Flow. So if you have, uh, your energy goes up, you need to note those times mm. because it's, um, you're, you're in an area or a subject matter that is meaningful to you that has relevance. And so when I start talking about identity, you probably can feel it right now. My energy goes up. Right. Because I love two. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um and so most people don't pay attention to that. They just kind of let that information float right by. Mm. But that's one of the key ways of listening. And and just paying attention to what are you drawn toward. Um and uh, not in an unholy way, but what is it? Where does God partner with you, and things that you really long to express, and you want to be a part of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you've mentioned
0: um, God several times, so right. how um, you know how how much? I don't know. I'm trying to trying to ask a question here that that sort of gives me an idea of. You do bring God into the conversations whenever you know you're working with a believer, But, but do you bring him in when you're not? When you know he's he or she is not,
1: it it really depends on what um, boundaries have been set by the client. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I kind of ask that up front. I generally ask them if they have a faith that's important to them, mm-hmm. and I have a number of clients that are Jewish, and I just walk with them right where they are.
0: Stick with stick with Old Testament.
1: Old Testament. We talk about God, uh-huh. and um, and I have some clients that are curious. Yeah, and um, so I'll I'll bring it in as much as more spiritual,
0: more um, open to spiritual right. things possibly. Right, right. Not really sure of their fate. And I have
1: some that are kind of clear. Yeah, I don't want any part of that. And yeah. I just respect them. And because my goal as a coach is simply to love them. Yeah. And mm. um, that's what Christ has called us to do. Mm. And so I'm just trying to love them where they are, care for them and help them grow. Yeah. It's
0: it's kind of simple when mm-hmm. you, I mean, um, it, it, it's not as as difficult as we think it is. When when you get into your head and you,
1: you're, so you're coaching with your heart. In essence, I would say both, both, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I'm trying to get them to pay attention to their spirit, yeah, and um, and, but our world has kind of um convinced us that there's not a lot of value there there that it's a little mystical and it's hard to grab hold of, right? And it's very uh,
0: Marianne Williamson of you, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those
1: debates? <laughs> I've, I've heard about. Them I try to stay away <laughs> from politics. Yeah, I do too. <laughs>
0: But it's very interesting when she speaks. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just goes on this whole like new age spiritual, you know, dimension. She's a presidential mm-hmm. candidate, right. you know, author. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. No yeah. worries.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you, you just kind of, you're, you're using both your head, your heart, your, your spirit, all, all three really mm-hmm. um to, to help someone kind of guide. And what's interesting, I think, for me, that I that I've experienced in in coaching, in my limited experience compared to yours, is just the excitement of taking the possibility of where this person, where I can help this person go, or even take myself out of it. Just the possibility of seeing something click in someone, mm-hmm. um, and, and and I just can I can get addicted to just. Serving that person and, and seeing the person excel, that, that's, I bet that's the same for you, isn't it?
1: Oh, sure. You want to see your clients take flight. Mm-hmm. And, um, and when you help them identify obstacles that they're carrying, most often internally, but sometimes they're external, and they uh, discover that they have um, an ability, a power to overcome those or sidestep them to move forward, mm-hmm. um, there's excitement there. Yeah. And they they have uh, an increase in success yeah. toward whatever whatever their uh, you know target is whatever their goal is yeah and um, yeah so it's a lot of fun
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know you have in your office you have I think several thousand books <laughs> maybe <laughs> and I love I always love looking at all the books because many of them I've read many of them I haven't I'm curious about them mm-hmm. um, can I borrow one sometime sure okay uh but but i I would imagine you've read them all, some of them <laughs> they're not just there for show, no, you know um but I don't th- get the sense that you apply any one book in particular to the method in the way you coach. I think it's what I think you do, and this is just guessing I've not worked with you as a coach specifically, mm-hmm. you have been a counselor mm-hmm. uh, for me mm-hmm. um in the past but Um, I would imagine all of that stuff kind of, like you said, um, you're not trying to find your identity in one book or one method. You're Mm -hmm. taking all that richness of, of things, including your faith and your biblical knowledge and, um, experience and, and kind of putting your whole being into the coaching process. Right.
1: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think of it, um, with an agrarian mindset. Um. Explain every, that. Yeah. Every person um, is a specific kind of seed that God has created, and so um, the more we can understand the seed, we can uh, understand how they need to be nurtured. Um, and and God's all about that. He wants to provide the the water and the sunshine and the nutrients that we need to grow to become what he's designed us to be. Hmm. And so for us to also adopt that agrarian mindset and be curious about that for ourselves, for our children, really sets us free. But most of us had grown up in a more of an architectural mindset. You know, the world says, do these things and you'll be successful. Hmm. I I tried to warn my boys about the American dream. I said, it's really not true. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. And because I wanted them to live out of a place of faith, not out of, a sense of obligation or duty to fulfill these things. And and then they're going to get the kind of gold ring, if you will. Mm. Um, that's, that's the wrong ladder to climb. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And, but what's hard is that that's what the world keeps holding up. And it's like, look, you do these things and sometimes, yeah, people can be successful doing certain things, um, adopting certain behaviors, but it doesn't lead to uh, a life that's fulfilling. And, um, and so to take more of that agrarian or organic if you will approach then you're really listening to once again what's on the inside and um and allowing yourself the freedom to move and grow and shift
0: mhm
1: mhm um do you find that why why do we have such a hard time
0: doing that on our own instead and, and why do, why do we seek out coaches
1: because yeah, well you you can't know yourself by yourself. Yeah. And so you really need community, whether it's your your family speaking into your life, other people, you need kind of a constellation of folks that are going to be truth tellers. Once again, I think I have a lot of clients because people don't have those communities. They don't have people that they trust to speak truth into their life. Yeah. And um and so that's my I think one of my primary roles uh with people is not just the knowledge I've acquired um, or the experience that I've gained over the years it's um being willing to speak truth to them mm-hmm. and to challenge their uh beliefs mm-hmm. um, their faulty beliefs
0: mm-hmm. yeah um, so you know it, it's usually when I would imagine with you and coaching it's probably like. 80% them talking and 20% you talking yeah. And, yeah. and of that 20%, maybe half is asking questions.
1: Yeah. It's all about the question. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Any particular, um, most influential set of questions or, um, resources that have helped you? Um, cause a lot of the people that listen to me are, are not sure that they can, that they can coach their people. They are, they're very ins- unsure of themselves as leaders. Mm-hmm. And that's the number one thing I find is, is just this inse- general insecurity of, of not having confidence in themselves enough to think that they, have any, they can add a lot of value to others.
1: Yeah, uh, a resource. This is not a coaching book, mm-hmm. um, it, but it's a book that's in my top five. Mm-hmm. It's called Listening to Love by Jan Meyer. Mm-hmm. Um not to be confused with Joyce Myers it's Jan Myers Jan Meyer, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and um fabulous book and it really focuses on what I've been uh, kind of the core of the message here so far today is that whole uh idea of listening listening mm-hmm. for for God listening to yourself and this kind of spiritual journey that moves you toward identity mm-hmm. and so that's the book I would recommend um most for this um uh, so listening to place. love. Yeah. Listening mm-hmm. to love Jan yep. Meyer.
0: All right. That's mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah. All right. Um, we're going to wrap up this conversation. I know we feel okay. like we just got started, yeah. but this is one way that I sometimes wrap up some interviews. Okay. Uh, and it's uh, rapid fire questions that oh, okay. I did not give you in advance. So <laughs> no big, long winded answers. Just the quick first thing that comes I can't to promise mind. anything. <laughs> I know that's what I want to hear. Yeah. Um, it's uh, seven questions. All right. First is, what is the greatest lesson you have learned?
1: Uh, To die to self. Die to Um, self. Yeah. Another good book, Um, Francois Fenelon. It's a little little bitty book, collection of letters called Let Go. It's 40 letters. And uh, if you get the book, I would encourage you to read one letter a day and let it uh pierce you and when you feel like god's done with that letter move on to the next letter Mm. but the book really teaches about suffering and learning how to die to self Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah.
0: that's good i've read it Mm -hmm. and i've been stuck on like i think the sixth chapter anyway it every time i've read i've read it a couple of times and both times i I tend to get stuck on certain things but it's raw truth it's it's a real deal it was written what in the 1600s. Yeah, I, I like think
1: that's right. That. During the reign of Louis the Fourteenth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Die to self. Yeah. Okay. What new things are you just learning now?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. Um, it it really kind of ties back to the dying to self. Is recognizing how much God wants to partner with us. It's not a prosperity gospel thing, but he just wants to partner with us in everything that we're doing, whether it's, you know, loving our wives or our kids or, uh, growing our businesses that we're not alone. It's not all on us. Yeah. And I, I like so many people, probably most people have, uh, you know, just tried to take ownership. Me too. We all do. Right. You know, it's about me and being self-sufficient and, um, and we miss out on God's blessing when we make it just about us and are trying to accomplish things on our own. What's one way that we this isn't one of the questions, but that really comes down to trust, right? Yeah.
0: Trust in this being who we sometimes don't hear from, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But maybe it's, we're just so involved in ourselves and wrapped up in ourselves that we can't hear um, or we don't hear.
1: Well, We don't hear, but often we, um, we don't have a good picture of who God is. You yeah. know, I, I grew up in a, a church culture that really blessed me with many things, but I really had a misunderstanding of God mm. and um, how good he is. I heard the words, but I didn't really get it personally. And you can't fall in love with God until you know he's good. Yeah. And you can't uh, grow intimacy with him unless you're in love with him. Yeah. And so um, those things all have to work together mm-hmm. before you can kind of enter into this place of greater trust.
0: Yeah. And a lot of your work probably is that mm-hmm. getting there. Oh, yeah. Before you can really fully know yourself.
1: I've spent 30 years helping people unpack <laughs> their church stuff in order to see God. We have yeah. to separate God out of church. I'm not saying do away with church at all, but we have to separate God out of church so we can see Him for who He really is. Yeah. Um, how has failure shaped your life? Oh, it's such a friend. (laughs) You can't grow without failure. Yeah. There's no learning without failure. Mm. It took me a long time to learn that, um, just with my personal background. But I've uh, come to a place that it's like, yeah, I want to embrace failure. Failure is a friend, you said. It's a failure is a friend. Mm. Yeah. It's just one of the greatest friends you can have. Big gift. Absolutely. (laughs) what have you read that I should
0: read? And this is what prompted me because you mentioned a book. So you can't talk about those two books. That oh you no. Mentioned. What's <laughs> another, what's in your top five. So what's another book that you've read that I should read the Bible? You <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't give that um, one either. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, let me think a minute. Um, uh, I've got a book on the tip of my tongue. This is where it's really hard to be, you know, in your fifties
0: improv.
1: Yeah. um, <laughs>
0: I'll have to come back to it. Okay. Come I back. Pass. Yeah. Pass. We'll get back to it. Um, what have you done that I should do?
1: Uh fly fish.
0: Yes. You are so good at that.
1: I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so much to learn in fly fishing and it is. Yeah, being on the river. It's an art. It's an art and uh an experience and it's beautiful and just um it it's uh, about patience. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, fly fishing. Um, who do
0: you know that I should know?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. Um, Missy Wallace. Okay. Yeah. Missy is the director of the Nashville Institute for Faith and Work. Okay. And I do a lot of work with them and have known Missy for years. And Would you introduce uh, me to her? I absolutely will. Okay. Yeah.
0: Great. I, I love meeting new people, and this is one of the best ways. Yeah. Who do you know that I should know? Um, Okay. Last question before we get back to what have you read? Um, How can I add value to you? And it can't be, well, you've already added value to me.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, I think there's things we both want to learn from one another. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think, you know, swapping ideas and, um, and in that we've known each other long enough that Mm -hmm. um, we have history and, uh, and when we get together, there's always sparks that can fly because yeah. you you love to learn like I do. I do. And yeah. you have a, a wealth of knowledge that I want to glean from. And I have some things I think maybe I can offer you as well. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. that's what I would want is uh, an educational exchange. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought of a book. You did. <laughs> Perfect. I did. Good it's good a timing. book I'm working on right now. Oh. It wasn't what I was trying to think of, however. <laughs> um, Brene Brown's book, Braving the Wilderness. Okay. Um, it's a must read. Why? Um, for me, it's challenged me, uh, at a point of fear because there's places where fear grips us and I'm like everyone else. Fear gets in the way for me too. And Mm. it's like, there's some things that I need to engage with that I've been avoiding because it's like, Oh, life's pretty good. I don't need to, you know, uh, engage with nothing even bad. It's like even doing this human nature. Right. And it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to get out of my comfort zone. It's like, yeah. Everything's kind of, I'm deeply committed to comfort, which is not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> we all are.
0: We all are. Yeah. Braving the Wilderness is about embracing the uncomfortable. Right. And, and she's so she's
1: so beautiful in the way she writes. It's very mm-hmm. raw. Mm-hmm. And if you um, don't enjoy reading, download it on Audible. Okay. It's a great listen. She's the narrator. Oh, good. Which I would uh, always recommend getting mm-hmm. a book that she's narrating. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Braving the Wilderness. Yeah. Okay. Ken, this has
1: been so fun. I'm
0: sorry it got cut short, but this is great. you've've you've, hopefully you've inspired people. I think these these rapid fire questions are your answers are are amazing uh, and um, it's it's been great having you on the Courage cast. How can people uh, learn more about you your website? Uh, they can
1: go to my website providentleadership.com
0: mm-hmm. yeah Providentleadership.com. you'll see a very handsome bearded man right there on the front page. Of the website?
1: Yeah, I hired a model for that. Yeah, it's not you. No. No.
0: <laughs> no, it is you. I think it's yeah. you in front of a, your, you know, Jackson Hole, maybe. Yeah, Jackson Hole. Yeah, yeah, Grand Tetons. Yes. Yeah. I want to be there right now. Mm. Well, my thanks again to Ken for joining me on the Courage Cast. I'd love to hear what your big takeaways were from this episode. Feel free to go to CourageousCommunity.com and tell me all about it. Well, that's it for me today, friends. I'm Eric Nordoff. Remember, encouragement builds belief and belief makes the impossible possible because with God, all things are possible. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Courage Cast. I want to invite you in to taking the next step in your journey towards living your most courageous life. You can do that very simply by visiting courageouscommunity.com forward slash challenge. That's courageouscommunity.com forward slash challenge.